Deborah Maris, your host of Stand Out and Grow. I want to help your business stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. Building your business is really, really hard. And knowing what marketing and advertising tools you need to help you become successful is extremely confusing. After 30 years of working with thousands of businesses, I am here to help you make good business decisions. I want to help you understand the programs that are available to you so that you can stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. So let's get started. Hey there, this is Kat, and I am live today. Um, looking forward to this live uh, podcast and helping you learn something new and improve today. And today I have a very, very special guest. I love the title of her um, conversation with me today. Simplifying sales to turn prospects into eager buyers. Who wouldn't love that, right? Um, so today my special guest is Ann Carden. And uh, we're going to talk about how um, she's going to help you and think about simplifying your sales to turn your prospects into eager buyers who would not want that, right? So if you are tuning in, please make sure you drop a comment because it's all about engagement. We're on social media, so let's engage. And if you have any questions as we are having our conversation, please drop those in the comments as well um, because uh, Ann and I met through LinkedIn. So super excited how we met. But then, you know, we stayed in contact and then uh, I was so impressed by her. I said, hey, I need you on my podcast because anytime I talk about sales, people are excited about it and they want to learn more. So let me bring Ann in. Hey, Ann. Hey, Kat. Hey, everyone. I'm so excited to be here with you. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So before we get started, if you can give uh, our listeners and slash viewers a little background about who you are and some of the things that you're doing. Sure. Thank you so much. So I mainly work with coaches, uh, consultants, professional entrepreneurs who are really looking to level up their business and they want to work with ultra high end clients. So really premium clients and sell premium programs. And when I'm talking high end, I'm talking multiple five and six figure plus deals and clients. So those those big deals um, so they can scale to a half a million dollars to a million dollars or more, but with simplicity and with a handful of clients. So. Okay. And um, okay. So what is like um, the, your strength as far as like your, cause you are, so when you list your title, you're a strategic business growth consultant and marketing and sales coach. That's a lot in a title. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. I do everything. So I've been an entrepreneur for 32 years. I've been in business marketing and sales for over 40 years awesome. and I am not a one trick pony as I like to call it. I really help people with, I'm an A to Z to really help people grow their business. So everything that they need to grow. And I feel like that's so important in today's marketplace because so many people piecemeal their business together. Oh yeah. And what happens is they go out and get the next thing and the next thing, but then that person starts them back over because they don't like that. And so I don't do that. And so when I work with my clients, I really help them with whatever they need. And I work mainly in four buckets. One is the revenue model. What are they selling? Second is their, <clears throat> excuse me, second is their 
all their marketing, everything from their brand positioning to building their audience, to their marketing strategy, their systems, all of that. The third is their sales process. And then the fourth is, okay, how do we grow and scale this thing? And that's building their team, automation, adding new revenue streams, JV partnerships. So it really is everything. Um, So that's why it sounds like a lot, but it's not a lot of people are out there doing A to Z, in my opinion, in the coaching. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like then that you incorporated a lot of what you're coaching and training from your own personal experience with your own business. Am I correct in that? Yes and no. Uh, I've invested hundreds of thousands of dollars when I came into the coaching space to get better and and learn everything that I could about building A, a lucrative business. Uh, but I've also worked with, I worked with small business owners before I ever came into the co- working with coaches and consultants. So I've worked in over 60 different industries, hundreds of clients as a coach. So again, a lot of depth and experience and knowledge and skills. And uh, there's just so many things that I, I help my clients with. That's awesome. Okay. Um, so Let's talk about if you have any like case studies, examples of um, some, you know, some win opportunities, success opportunities, whatever. I mean, and failure can be also an opportunity to learn from, too, you know. Yeah. So are you talking about success with clients? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Well, doing this for almost 13 years, there are a lot. Um, I've helped people go from zero to seven figures in a year. I've helped people land. um, I mean, if we're talking small business owners, I've helped people add millions of dollars and and be more profitable and all of that. Uh, If we're talking specific coaches and consultants, I've helped people land clients for 10 and 20 times more money in as little as a few days. (laughs) So not always the case, but a lot of times I can help them get very, very fast results. So taking somebody from making $1,800 for a 90 day program to closing 40 and $50,000 clients. Uh, So, so what is, I guess, because we're talking about sales, Mm -hmm. what is the biggest challenge that you come across when you're um, meeting potential clients or talking to potential potential clients? Like what is the the one reoccurring thing that anybody tuning in can probably identify with? Yeah. When we're talking about sales, most people do not simplify their sales process. So I see this a lot with consultants. They're doing proposals. Maybe they're emailing proposals. Then they're trying to chase down the client, get them to sign. They, you know, the sales process is so long a lot of times. So there's a lot of sales mistakes that people make. And if we can streamline their sales process, they can actually get signed agreements versus having to try to figure out a proposal and send in a proposal. So those are all things that I look at depending on what their sales process is. The other thing is speaking to the wrong people. And that's a marketing problem that has to be fixed. So all of those pieces, bringing in qualified leads, not having enough leads, um, and, and not being able to select the people that they're talking to. So those are all things. That's why marketing and sales work so closely together. You almost can't separate the two of them. But those are those are the main issues is just wasting time, not closing enough deals. Yeah. Well, don't you find, Anne, that sometimes if they have a sales team, that um, that a, a little is on them of targeting the right prospect. 
because um, I get that marketing is one, you know, that works closely related to sales. But if they have a sales team and the team is not certain ab about identifying the target audience, I mean, because I talk about this a lot mm -hmm. it, when we talk about social media marketing or we talk about some lead gen program. I always talk to the client. I always ask, you know, who's that ideal target audience? Who is it? Describe them, you know, creating an avatar you know put as many you know tears to that to really break it down you know the, the more that you can layer that the better because you if you drill it down to you know very specific it's a good thing right that there's no wasted dollars there um, and I find that a lot of people have a hard time you know <laughs> describing that they they have a hard time understanding who their client is you know you know, I think part of that, Kat, is when, especially if we're talking about newer entrepreneurs, a lot of times they, they're afraid to really niche down. And, and when I say niche, it could be even deeper. Like I even say sub-niching. So mm -hmm. going even deeper. It, but the thing is, the thing that they don't realize is, it is in their mind, they think they're going to leave out all these people, right? But what really happens is just the opposite. They actually attract the people that they're really wanting and they get faster traction in their business. And this is one of the things that I help clients do is really specialize. But sometimes you just have to make a decision. Now, when you're brand new, Maybe you haven't worked with a lot of people yet. And so you don't really know who those ideal people are. Well, then look at, I always say, look at what clo more, most closely aligns with your expertise, your skills, and your knowledge. Maybe your background, maybe your career. What closely aligns with that? Because that's where you're going to have the most confidence, typically. And if you, if you go into that space, you will typically get faster traction because you may already have a network. You might already have connections. There, there's just so many things there that can help speed the process. But people think that they have to stay in that market forever. You don't. You, you know, as your business grows and evolves, you can add new verticals. You can add new markets to your business. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's important to realize it's not a one and done type of thing. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, and I've seen more mature companies not know who their is as well as new ones, unfortunately. Uh, I think that um, maybe they got lucky and, you know, they got to where they were at. But, you know, when you have a very like intimate conversation and drill down, you know, people are more general. And to me, general is it's it's too general and it's not going to help you in regards to growth or, or strategy, you know. Um, OK, great. So what is next level marketing strategies? So next level marketing strategies are things that to me are leveraged. And that's where you're doing bigger things. We're doing it right now, Kat. You have a podcast. <laughs> I call that a next level marketing strategy. So whether you have your own show or whether you're a guest on other people's shows, I do both. I have my own show as well. And to me, that is a next level marketing strategy because you're going to be able to hit that one to many and you're building content at the same time. That's going to be out there for people to see, <clears throat> excuse me, 
Also speaking on stages is what I would Mm -hmm. consider a next level marketing strategy of speaking in other people's communities. So for example, someone has my same ideal clients, but they don't do what I do. And I go in and train their community or speak in their community. So those are all, so very leveraged JV partnerships is another one. Those are all very leveraged next level marketing strategies where you're not out there trying to find one client at a time. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, those are great. Those are great ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And and those are things I think that traditionally a lot of business owners aren't thinking about or sometimes not willing to do, you know. Uh, so it just depends on the owner, right? Well, <laughs> I, you know, I really believe if you're going to go, if you're going to do big things, then you have to show up big. And mm-hmm eventually you have to step into that. And we have so much opportunity today. It almost kills me if someone doesn't want to do that. They're just really holding themselves back. At the end of the day, even if they decide to build their brand with someone else's face or someone else's name or all these things are still relevant, right? But somebody has to be the face of your brand. Someone does. Oh, no, absolutely. And I agree. I agree. And again, it's really looking from the outside, looking in, you know, I guess the the big thing that I find with uh, business owners, especially those that have our season or been there, you know, have had the business for a while is again, it's the, the philosophy. And I heard this not that long ago. Oh, we've always done it this way. We've always done it this way, you know, and that really can get you into trouble because, again, with COVID, people did things a different way, right? Everybody did things differently, you know? If you don't evolve as a business, you are already going to be going backwards because you will just get passed up in the industry that you're in. And I can tell you this from working with hundreds of different business owners and different types of businesses and even having my own. And one of the things we didn't talk about, I have built and sold five previous businesses. And it was because I evolved, because I was willing to change, because and it was all I was able to get through recession and 9-11 and I COVID and all the things because I was willing to do what needed to change or to be done to stay at the top of my game and stay ahead of my competitors. So people that have that attitude that like, it's just going to sit there. Nothing ever is static, right? Nothing sits still. So either I always say either, you know, get out of the way or (laughs) um, because that's really what happens. They they will just get run over eventually in the industry and they wonder why they lost their business or why their business isn't doing what um, it was doing before. So, oh, no, absolutely. And, you know, this is a conversation I had uh, with my husband the other day when we went out to eat. We were talking about our favorite restaurants, right? Our favorite restaurants. And probably half of them are closed because of the effect of COVID, you know? So, which is unfortunate, right? It's unfortunate, but it is a byproduct of what we endured and what we went through because people weren't allowed to go patronize places, Mm -hmm. right? Right. And, um, And so it was an interesting conversation because, you know, he, for him, and he's not a salesperson or a business consultant, but for him and his observation, he was like, well, the community didn't support them. So they went down. And I'm like, well, that's not necessarily true. It's like, what, what did, could they have done to overcome, 
you know, and, and have the community support them. So thinking out of the box, right? Thinking right. out of the box. And did they think out of the box? Did they try some things before they finally had to say, we got to close the doors, you know, because right. th- those are big deals and people can't assume, you know, for him and I, you know, I love him, you know, (laughs) but for him to assume the community didn't support them, I would have to poo-poo that because, you know, if they're a a local establishment, but if they had to do something to get the community to support them, right? Like, you can't just expect it. <laughs> I, I actually love that you're bringing this up because I, my, my son lives in Texas and there, there's a little Greek restaurant that is so it's very tiny. It's very small. They maybe have eight or nine tables in this little yeah. restaurant and <clears throat> they couldn't have people inside, but they, they picked up more business and were able to run on a leaner uh, expense track then if they would have been open. And he said they literally through COVID had their best. Their best, best years. Best yeah. Years. Yes. So I, I don't buy it. And I've been, I'm not saying things don't happen. I'm yep. just saying my business still made it because yep. why? Because I was already online. I was yep. already innovating. I was already doing things that other people were not willing to do or to make changes. And, you know, I work with a lot of business coaches and they say, well, my clients don't want us to work virtual. My clients don't want to work virtual. I need to go into their business. I say, I don't buy it because I worked with small business owners before I ever started working with coaches and consultants. And I worked with all of them virtually, even if they told me they were local. I mean, even if they were local, if they weren't willing to work with me virtually so that I could have a business where I could travel and do the things I wanted and work from anywhere, I didn't take them on as a client. So these are the things that people need to understand. We are in more control of our business than than we believe, than a lot of people believe they are. And I just don't ever believe in being a victim. I'm always going to look for the way to be a victor. Yeah. And that, you know what, that is so great. I love that because um, two times last week I had uh, talked to people who said, oh, you know, what's funny, Kat, I always did virtual before virtual became popular. Mm -hmm. And they're like, that's just how I ran my business because I lived in two different places. I did not want to be compelled to feel like I had to live in the one place and all my clients are there. So, you know, when that person told me about their situation and how they were always virtual, you Mm -hmm. know, and uh, how they survived the pandemic because they had that mindset of, you know, I can get my clients anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. it's the right. people that put on the blinders or, you know, that and they just don't want to do the work a lot of times. They, yeah. Like you said, they don't want to change. They don't want to do the work. Oh, it looks like it's just too much work. It's too much yep. work to do the whole online thing. It is a lot of work. I invested a lot of money to learn what I've learned and I'm yep. still investing and, and it, it is a lot of work, but it's so worth it. Oh my gosh, my business, I don't believe ever could have grown to the level it has without being able to to work virtually and be able to go all over internationally in my business. Oh no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I think a little bit of that is mindset, you know, um, you know, business owners, especially those that have been a little mature, unfortunately have a different mindset and or they're not as nimble. They're not as flexible. Right. And I don't want to like pen pigeonhole. Kat, I'm going to be 63 years old. I am mature. 
Well, no, I'm not talking like old yeah. people. I'm talking <laughs> like, old, like old people. But no, I. But I think that you, I. To your point, that's yeah. really that is relevant. I mean, there are a lot of people that are older that yeah. don't want to change technology. Oh, oh, them yeah. Up and it's, yeah. So I yeah. assume that's what you're referring to. No, but. no, no, no. Because you know, I also I have lots of clients and uh, various backgrounds and ages, and a lot of the clients that are are you know physically older uh, mm-hmm. would come to me during a pandemic and say, I don't know that I could do this anymore. I don't want to be a startup again. Like I did this, you know, 20 years ago or 30 years ago. I don't want to do this again. And, you know, that did affect a lot of people was, you know, I don't want to work as hard as I did. And I have to rebuild my business. And I just, I don't have it in me, you know? So I did hear a lot of that from people that are probably a little older and and Mm -hmm. probably closer to that retirement age, right? Because right. they don't want to deal with the rat race again, you know, mm-hmm. so they figure out a way to exit or something like that, you know. Yeah, so and then, I think there's nothing wrong with that. No. Kat, if that's their decision. Yep. Uh, that's that's perfectly fine. But but I guess here's my here's what I would say to that is everything that you have done in the past has not been a waste. Yeah. It, you have connections like they could have come online so much faster and it, they weren't starting from scratch in their minds. They probably thought they were just because the technology piece was different, yeah. but they weren't starting from scratch very quickly. They could have been back in business and, you know, having a great business and mm-hmm. being sustainable. So oh, yeah. I think that they were looking at it wrong, thinking like, oh, everything they've done just went to the wayside. None of it counted. And and I've already invested all this time. None of that goes to waste. Nothing we ever do goes to waste yeah. to move us into the next step. They would be so much further along than someone that said, oh, I think I'm going to become a business owner for the first time. I'm mm-hmm. going to start a business. And now they also have to learn the virtual side. That's right. very different. Oh yeah, totally. Okay, so you you wrote three books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so uh, do you want to talk about one of them or kind of highlight one of them or? Yeah, I mean, I, the first two I wrote are more small business and for entrepreneurs. So one, the first one is more of a startup book that you can find them on Amazon. You can just type in my name and type books and my books will come up. Um, and then this, so both of those were written at, for small business. But when I started working mainly with coaches and consultants, um, I, I wrote another book that is specific for them. And I actually wrote that book um, a bit out of frustration with the <laughs> industry because of a lot of the rabbit holes and paths that I went down. And I found the coaching and consulting space extremely frustrating with all of their cookie cutter systems and all of their, like I said, piecemealing and yep. everybody's a specialist in this, but they can't take you any further. And I just, yep. I was just so tired of all of that. And so, so yeah, I wrote that book. It's called Experting. You all hold it up here. Okay. Um, build a lucrative and impactful coaching and consulting business with your expertise. And it really is a great blueprint for people wanting to get into the space. They are experts coming from maybe corporate or uh, it could be physicians. I'm working with some physicians now that actually want to get out of the medical field and they want to start consulting. So it's all of those people that really come with skill sets and knowledge and um, so it's a good blueprint on how to get started and not go down the rabbit holes that I went down. 
Okay, awesome. And then you also, uh, so I noticed on the your website, you also offer uh, qu- quite a bit of free resources. Mm-hmm. Is there one that you want to talk about today for anybody who's watching or tuning in? I would say the one on how to build um, a half a million dollar business is probably a really good one. It's a four part video series. It's up under free resources. And that's a that's a really good one. It kind of walks you through my expert new process. But also I have a pretty robust YouTube channel, which is good for really anyone that's an entrepreneur, uh, you know, goes into marketing and sales and, and all the things. But Oh, yeah. nice. I'll have to check it out. Look at you, Anne. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I think I'm too. I don't know how many videos are on there now, but awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to check it out for sure. And uh, I'll definitely have to drop the link for everybody on the different uh, platforms that we're on for sure. Um, okay. And then is there a special program on uh, your site that you want to highlight? Because I know you have a couple on there. I do, but I'm not a cookie cutter coach. So I don't, um, I mostly, I work with people one-to-one and I work with them in a high level mastermind. And my masterminds are a hybrid of one-to-one. So they're very close. Um, they're very intensive. So it, we, I only take six per group. So I work at a very high level with my clients. So I like to say I'm very high touch and I don't have programs where I put 20 or 30 people into them. Yep. I'm not interested in those programs. I probably will never do that uh, because I work at a really premium level and I teach my clients to do the same thing. So those are the two main things, but I do everything from VIP days to, it just depends on what the client's needs are. And that's, yep. I can create custom packages for what they they need in particular and what their goals are. Okay, cool. Now, have you been a part of these types of groups that were rather large and felt a little... Oh my gosh, more times than I even want to talk about. (laughs) Yes. It's actually what brought me into working with coaches and consultants. I was part of a coaching organization and I was one of the only coaches having success because I took a step back and kind of figured things out for myself. And it wasn't really utilizing their stuff and doing their system because it wasn't working for me. And I was bringing in the wrong clients. So uh, they started kind of promoting me within the organization and look what Anne's doing and this and that. And then I found out, then coaches were coming to me like, Anne, can you help me? Can you help me? And I never really wanted to work with coaches and consultants. I was very happy working with small business owners. And, um, but through that, it was a very natural thing because as I started working with them and helping them, I felt like I was building this organization's business instead of my own. So yeah. Okay, here's an opportunity and I'll start helping these coaches and consultants. And and so that was really how I fell into this space, but also professional service entrepreneurs. I work with a lot of marketing consultants who are wanting to grow a lot of branding consultants. So in anything really B2B and professional. Nice. Awesome. Um, So we got a few comments. I want to make sure I share these. Greta says building a system so important. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely agree. And then we have um, Callum said, thank you, love, lovely, for your posting every day. Oh, how sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if you have a question for Anne, please drop your comments. Uh, I will tag her on these posts so that if you do it after hours on the repurpose broadcast. She'll see those comments and I can always also bring those to our attention. Um, but certainly reach out to you, right, Anne? Um, yes, absolutely. Anybody can I reach love, out to you? Love to connect. I love to answer questions and help any way I can. Absolutely. 
Okay, awesome. Um, there was another question I had in um, the comment just threw me for a loop. Now I'm just like, ah, what happened? <laughs> I, um, it had to do with, oh, crap. Uh, I, I was tired. I was on that tangent of the groups and uh, it'll come back to me. Oh, damn it. Yeah, we were talking about, I, we were talking about really my services and how I kind of customize. I don't know if that will jog your your brain at all no it it didn't but oh don't okay. you just hate when that happens yes it does because like i'll think about it after we part oh, uh, oh. ways in and i'll say damn it that's what i wanted to ask her it was so very important <laughs> well if you think about it cat you can just reach right out to me and ask me and i'll give you the answer i will i will uh so who's the ideal client that you typically like working with is in regards to category business or disposition, mm-hmm. um, not revenue wise, but because you've already made that very clear. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I love working with people that are just, they really have big goals, big dreams. They're a go-getter. They're motivated. They have high energy. I, I have high energy. And so I love to work with people that are the same type of people. Okay. Um, yeah. People that just, they're really in it to win it and yep. they don't, get in their own way. <laughs> That's probably, so if yeah. you're someone that doesn't get in your own way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Gre- Greta actually has a question for you. Do you see that? Yeah. Do you feel like even new COS? Companies, COS? companies, companies probably. Oh, okay. Or, oh no. COS Hill should start a premium price point. Sometimes less experienced coaches can have a dilemma in starting out. Yes. So that's one of the reasons why I really recommend that they start from their expertise and their knowledge and their skills, because when they do that, they already know their stuff. And so then they just have to learn the business side of it, the marketing, the sales. But if you have to learn your thing that you're going to sell along with, you know, your skill set, if you have to learn that along with everything else, it's a slow path. But here's the thing. Yes, they can start out premium. Uh, I had a client that was coming from corporate. She was a, a VP of sales and she wanted to to start a, a consulting company. Her minimum offer that we put together minimum was $200,000. So you absolutely, that's one of the reasons too, I wrote my book because I saw a lot of uh, people that were falling into, I call it Facebook world, Facebook yep. crap, yep. Uh, you know, get into Facebook group and sell this low ticket stuff. Yep. And, and I, I will tell you, Kat, I was doing a training in a group one day with, I don't think there were about 400,000 women in that yep. group. And somebody reached out to me after and said, Ann, oh my gosh, where were you three years ago? And I said, what are you talking about? And she said, I have gone broke in this industry. I have sold my house. I, and she had this whole story. Yeah. And I said, what was your, what are you doing? And she said, I'm trying to sell this little thing, $1,000 or whatever it was. And I said, what was your background? Which is always the first thing I yeah. answer or ask. And she said, I have a PhD in technology. And I just went, Oh my gosh, this just kills me. It kills me. It's why why I pushed back in the industry, why I continue to push back in the industry because yeah. she had such an opportunity there. Oh, yeah. But, and, but don't you think they get into these programs where someone's telling them that they can get rich quick or something? I don't know. You know, there's a lot. Of, and it's like this. Income, my favorite, passive yeah. income. Yeah. Passive income is not passive, people. No, and you have still, to work it. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, they just go down. They just go down all of those rabbit holes and it's just the magic juice. And instead of real being realistic about what can I do in, in this industry? And I always say you first you start working with clients and and you know, really get comfortable and confident in what you do. And then you scale. Most people are trying to scale cat before they even have a clue what they're doing. And that's, that is the path that we've seen so many people go down. And it just, it breaks my heart really, because I just look at how many of them fail, burn out, uh, don't, don't get paid what they deserve to get paid. All of those things. Yeah. So Greta says, agreed. I just seen coaches start and they have little experience in the areas they're trying to penetrate. That seems to be trouble. Oh, yeah. I've seen that, too. And then they get frustrated and mad because it didn't create any traction. But I think a lot of that is the lack of confidence, because like you said, Anne, you got to be confident in order Mm -hmm. to do what you're going to do or ask the price that you're going to ask. If you're not confident, it's not going to happen. You know, a good example of this is uh, the company I was with, the the organization I was with, they were selling business. They they were bringing in people to be business coaches. But I would see people never owned a business in their life. They were maybe a teacher or they had a music background. They never they've never been an entrepreneur. They never had a business. To me, that is why would you want to hire someone just because they buy into a program and learn their stuff? I mean, business is so much more in depth than that. Oh, it is. And if if you haven't been in the trenches, how can you possibly be that much of an asset to people? Because all you're going to know are the high level things. I remember a coach one day in that organization said, well, I just closed a $30,000 client and now I have to figure out how to help them. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. That's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, Brittany says, yes, so true confidence and posture. I totally agree because if you can't position yourself, if you can't sell what you're doing, so I'm an awesome. You're awesome. Oh, she's so sweet. She is awesome. She's really <laughs> if, awesome. If you can't position yourself, if you can't put yourself in alignment with the clients that you're targeting, you are going to go to Doom Street for sure. You it's know. a tough road. It is. It is. And and that, this is where having a mentor helps. Right. And I mean, now we're speaking your praises because this is where having a mentor helps. And, you know, what's funny is I was watching um, a show the other day and it was a stupid show, but it had a point to it. And the guy goes into the mirror and he's looking at himself in the mirror and he goes, nope, not going to do that. And he meant he wasn't going to have a bad attitude. He wasn't going to, right? Because he just mm-hmm. got up, he looked in the mirror and he goes, no, you're not going to do that today. No, no, no. We're going to have a great day and we're going to do this. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. motivated himself to be positive, you know? I think when you're working in something where you truly are brilliant at what you're doing, it make, it's obviously so much more fun. And then you get paid really well on top of it. It right. doesn't get any better in my opinion. But um, yeah, I, I just think that there's, let's see, that is so common in these cookie cutter courses. Yes, yes, yes. Here's the thing. I think cookie cutter courses, they are great scale strategies, but the problem is 
most people do not have their business at a place where those are going to be effective. And this is why if you're going to build a business, work with a mentor that really understands how to help you build your business. And then if there's gaps, so for example, if I'm teaching people, oh, you need to go speak, but I don't teach them speaking skills. That's not my wheelhouse. I just teach them how to get get on stages and how to uh, get, you know, get those speaking engagements and how much to charge and all the business pieces that go with that. But I don't teach them how to speak. So then you can fill in the gaps with the skill set that you need for those things. But you need someone that can really help you end to end to really build the business and show you this is what you're missing. This is something that you need to get more skills in. That's a very different approach and a very different a way of building a business than what most people are doing. Like I said, they're just piecemealing and they're mostly going after tactics. Oh, how do I get the next client? How do I get when really they don't even have the fundamentals in place to even make the money they want to begin with. I'm going to ask you this, but don't take offense. And anybody watching or listening, do not take offense to this. But I want to ask this question because I'm curious. I have thick skin. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not at you. It's in general. It's, it's just, do you feel like more women fail at this because they don't have confidence or more men are successful because they can fake it before they make it? (laughs) I think that's a really good observation. That's probably pretty spot on. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think uh, here's the other thing that I have found Kat is I don't, Okay, again, don't be offended by this, but a lot of women that don't have to make their own way, they yeah. they have a spouse, they yeah. have other income, they um, they don't a lot of times have the same attitude in their business. They don't necessarily treat their business like a business. Yep. It's more like a hobby. Yep. And look, I am someone that I have a very well-rounded life. I have great kids. I have grandkids. I've been married for 43 years. I have a strong faith. I have a very well-rounded life. And to me, that is success. But I, it doesn't mean that I didn't sacrifice some things along the way to build businesses and be successful. But the thing is, you can have it all. You can. Yeah. But oh, no. too many women don't want it all. They yeah. say they do, but they don't. They don't really. Yeah. And, and I agree because I think the the underlying thing, Anne, and I'll, I'll say this because I can't say this enough. If you don't have the confidence, if you're not sure get a mentor. It's easy. Get a mentor. That mentor is going to build you up. That mentor is going to get you there because if anything, that's worth the investment period is to have someone have your back, have someone that you can throw things at and say, does this sound right? Should I do this? You know, I, I can't say it enough because, you know, I, I have what 30 plus years experience in marketing and sales. You can't buy that, right? You can't buy that. But I can certainly mentor someone very easily to be, you know, I'm very confident and I'm very confident because of my years of experience. But I don't have to have 30 years of experience to do what I'm doing as long as I have a good mentor. Right. Mentor. I think too, Kat, when we're talking about confidence, I think confidence comes a lot. A lot of times a a lack of confidence comes from a lack of clarity and they're not sure They're not sure if they're making the right move. They're not sure if they should make this investment. They're not sure 
if they have the skill set to do this. And so when you have someone that can look into how you're feeling and all of the things that are going into that, and they can help you get through that hurdle. Um, I mean, it's, it's life changing, absolutely yeah. life changing. And the reason I am a coach cat for 30 plus years building businesses, I didn't know about coaches until 13 years ago. I didn't even have any clue about coaches. I never worked with one. I didn't even know they existed. We didn't even have the internet. I mean, it was out there, but it, we didn't, a lot of people didn't have home computers for a lot of that time. And so when I did things very old school, coaches were not an option. But then when I was in my last two businesses before I sold them, I hired my first business coach. And I wasn't even real sure what she could do for me, but I hired her anyway because I was struggling with something. And it was such a game changer. I'm like, this is my next thing. This is, I want to get really good at this. And I want to help other people do the same thing she's done for me. And that is what brought me into the coaching space. I have, uh, let me point that out because what you just said is called passion. And (laughs) if people can't identify passion, you know, that's your willingness to go above and beyond and do whatever you can to be successful in that passionate piece that you want. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, and that to me is the magic to success. You've got to have the passion to want to help, you know, in that industry. And I think you just stated it beautifully and it was just, that's well stated. And so Brittany says, yes, yes, a mentor coach has that has learned, learned it, lived it, and now loving it. Yes, right. I love it. That is awesome. Uh, okay, fantastic. So I remembered now what I was going to say. Oh, great. <laughs> okay. So when I first got, you know, started my boutique agency, I uh, subscribed to this white label program that mm-hmm. had support, training, and mentors. Okay. I think what happened was I didn't, I probably should have did a little more research on it in the fact that they had the white level program. Okay, great. That's awesome. But the support in the training was not there. Mm. Okay. And that's what I was really paying for. Right. So an alignment with my industry support and training, because every time I would go to them and say, Hey, I need help. I'm using all the tools you have. I'm doing everything you can. Just like going through a mastermind training class or, biz, you know, business coach class. Same thing. I'm using mm-hmm. all your tools. I'm, I'm doing everything you're asking to, but we're not converting anybody. Why? Help me. Uh, help me understand. They could never answer my question. Uh, that kills me. That just kills me. Why could they not answer your question? Because I feel like their program was phony baloney. Mm. <laughs> Because I'm pretty damn good. I'm a good closer. And if you're giving me your product and then you're giving me your tools and we can't get people to convert, there's a problem. And I, you know, and I want to know from you, you know, not you, but from the company, like why? And then every time they would have a monthly meeting with me every month. And every time we would be in that monthly meeting, they could not, nobody could bring me to the table. And they're like, Kat, you're the one that's doing it the best. And they're oh using God. me as an example. See, that's what like, happened to me too, Kat. That's yes. <laughs> and they're saying, we're yeah. using you as an example. I'm like, why? I, I haven't converted anything. I bought into this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that oh, that kills me. But yes, that's that what we see out there for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what was your question about that? <laughs> you were going to ask a question. No, it was going to be, how do you vet out, you know, the, these 
these programs, these people that are selling this stuff, because, you know, I was yeah. sold. I spent quite a bit of money on that program. I can't tell you how much it was, you know, pretty big chunk because yeah. I'm like you. I believe in investing myself. I'm going to invest in it because if I want my business to take off, I will invest. The thing I didn't know was how to vet this company that said we do all these great things, you know, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, I think that, you know, you can look at testimonials and results and things like that. So do kind of do your due diligence yep. there. But the other thing I will tell you actually bring up a really good point. And one of my things is I say bigger is not better. Yep. Um, I hear horror stories uh, from big gurus that have their programs, but they have coaches coach. And I've been in these programs where they have coaches coaching you but those coaches are only employees. Yeah. They have never owned a business. They've never had to do their own marketing. They've never had to do sales. They are just strictly coaching you. And, and how can you get, how can you really get help from in that situation? And that is one of the reasons I really push back because when those companies are so big, you're not getting the person that built the business. Right. You're getting the people they hire, which. Yep. I mean, it's a very different, very different model. And I just hear horror story after horror story from people that have invested big dollars, you know, multiple five figures into those kinds of programs only to not get the results. In fact, I saw somebody's ad come up the other day on Facebook. It was a sponsored ad, a big guru. Everybody yep. would know this person, her name. And under the ad, I always like to read the comments. And under the ad, it said, oh, yeah, I lost $35,000 in your program. <laughs> and so then I was, you know, in and it said the name of the program. And so then I was looking at all these comments. And now some of that sometimes does fall on the person, right? It oh, just, no. Yes, for sure. I agree. Right? But if that, if you were truly getting everything that you needed, like I am so high touch with my clients, it's ridiculous. And they'll tell you, I, Anne is available. And, but that's why I only choose to work with so many clients. I don't want, you know, if I always say, if somebody's working with hundreds and hundreds of people run, because you're not going right. to get much with that. I'm sorry. You're just not. You know what? You hit, you made a great point. I have to point it out again because you're exactly right. The person that I was assigned to was an employee who never mm -hmm. had a business, never had a marketing company. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and no. yet you're taking their advice, Kat. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, you made such a great point. That is such an impactful point. Um, and I, I, I have to bring some attention to that because of the fact that you've been there, done that. I've been here, done that. And it's such a big difference than to work with someone who is just an employee who's going through the motions and probably has a, a standard operating procedure of this is what you do, you know, blah, 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 you know, things like that. That's a great point, Anne. Thanks so much for. Um, I'm such a clarifying. fan of boutique businesses. I mean, that I say outsource the other stuff, but where it really counts on your client results. Yep. You need to make sure that you're pouring into those clients. Oh, yeah. And, and doing everything in your power to help them get results. At least that's the way I look at it. So. Awesome. And this this was such a wonderful conversation, Anne. Uh, normally we end at 30 minutes. We've gone way over. So <laughs> wow, time flew. <laughs> it did. It did. So, OK, so if anybody is tuning in, please connect with Anne. 
Uh, she, you can find her on LinkedIn. You can also find her on her website, which I put the URL down below if you're watching in the live video. Uh, if you are tuning in via audio, it's www.annlcardin.com. And yes. um, she's available and she's willing to help you guys. Uh, so just reach out, ask a question. There are no dumb, you know, right? There's no dumb questions. Not at all. We've all, I've been there. Trust me, I've made a lot of mistakes and been there. So Brittany, thanks for being on with us. And thanks yes. for your comments. Absolutely. Um, so anything else you want to say before we we kick you off, Anne? <laughs> No, I just think you're amazing, Kat. And you well, are, thanks. you know, people stand out, certain people stand out on LinkedIn and you have been one of those people. I've watched your lives many times, just by accident even. And I'm like, man, she's a go-getter. She is just, she's on fire. So uh, thank uh, you. Yeah, you're amazing. Thank you, Anne. Thank you, Greta. Thanks for joining. I thank appreciate you, it. Um, well, thank you, Anne. Until next time, I'll uh, we'll chat soon. Okay. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today on my Stand Out and Grow podcast. I'm, I feel so thrilled to have Anne with me today. And I'm uh, super excited to hear what you got from this because, again, I'm a big fan of mentors and coaches. And if you are just the slightest, the slightest bit, not confident in what you're doing or what you're trying to do, you know, having a mentor or coach is definitely a number one and key. And don't feel like it's a waste of money because I promise you it is worth the investment in you to take yourself to the next level. That's just the way you got to think about it. You got to think about, you know, what is my ROI? What am I going to get back from investing in a business coach? Because as I said before, uh, it is a good investment and people should do that, especially if you're a business owner. Um, and as I always in this, uh, <laughs> you got this. So catch me next Monday. We have another special guest and I'm excited to see you then. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Stand Out and Grow. Check out all the notes and links at www.standoutingrow.com. I am so thankful to you for helping this show continue to grow. I want to keep producing content that you want to hear, so please leave me some feedback. I look forward to bringing you more resources and information to help your business stand out and grow. Please follow us on social media and make sure you follow this podcast so you can learn more about helping your business stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. Until next time, you got this. Advertise helps businesses stand out and grow with affordable advertising options. We will help you make good business decisions so you can save money and not just throw it against the wall to see if it sticks. Get your free strategic advertising analysis today so you can see the opportunities to stand out and grow your business. Visit www.standoutandgrow.com offers page to learn more.